You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. This is help. Um, it's all boiled down to health with myself and AD and this franchise since we joined each other five years ago, or was it five, four years ago, so it's always come down to health. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Yeah, we are. We are live from the Everlight Solar Studio. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The Mountain Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Because they're delicious. I would say this uh, secondary Iron Jack poll question is blown up. Which NFC North team is most likely to make a Super Bowl run within the next three to five years? You gotta. I don't know what kind of curve we have to put on this or weight we have to put on it, because clearly this is ESPN Madison. I would say Packer fans are afraid of the Lions. I also I did retweet it, right? So we have a little more bonus fans that are going to get involved. So modest, but he's also still trying to like negate what I'm saying. This is a ESPN poll. Oh ESPN no no Madison no no! Poll. I'm not trying to yeah. negate anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying you I really liked this one. Yeah. So I've got a lot of Viking followers. Yeah, they only got 11. percent I would right, say that a lot of I think you got a lot of Packer followers. Most I, I do. So right now, 39% of you say the Packers, 31 say the Lions, which are not out of pocket, not crazy. It's just right. very high uh, number for the Packers. Yeah, I I don't hate and uh, I, I expect I the, the Packers Packer, too. The Packer bias, I have them definitely at two personally. Same. Totally understand them being at one in this poll. Lions, Bears, I, I don't hate the interchangeability. No. I think I like the team around the quarterback in Detroit better. But I think I like the quarterback in Chicago better, and I'm still like meh on the team around him. So I think those ones I, I think is fair to. Yeah, I would on. say all. I think agreeing that Minnesota is got the worst outlook mm-hmm. for the next three to five years. That to me is fair. The other three you can sell yourself on any right. of it right now. Yeah, we'll have a better whatever outlook. whatever cup of Kool Aid you want to drink, <laughs> and you can you'll have a better outlook for it at the end of I love the Kool-Aid. season. <laughs> but at the end of the season, yeah. we'll have a real feel for which team. Because then you'll know what Jordan Love is, you'll know what Justin Fields is, and you'll know what the Lions can do with Jared Goff. Like, this is a year coming up in the NFC North that's going to answer a lot of questions. Yeah. we're gonna. See, there's going to be a lot of posturing next year, too, for uh, top of the North because I think all the teams kind of see what we're seeing right now is that you've got three teams that are in rebuild or rebuilding or in this like restructuring turnaround mode and you have one team that's kind of falling off of that that uh team in their prime kind of uh kind of like high horse so next year is going to be the season where you're going to see teams like kind of posturing and where we're going to find the next trend if as far as honest, NFC North champions. If we're being like as far as if you're going for North titles in the next three to five years I would say that Detroit wins the most North titles because if I'm looking at Green Bay or Chicago, I'm looking at those teams at the four to five end of this window. Right. That at four or five years in, they could be Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, I, I don't have any outright winners. I think you got the Vikings win it this year. Over the Lions. Over the Lions. This year, I just think the Vikings still have too many pieces, and then they're done. They're not going to win for the next four. The next two, uh, the next four, I have... Like some splits in between the Packers, the Lions, and the Bears. They're all set up for the future a little bit better. It's going to really depend on what Love turns out to be and what Fields turns out to be. But I could see, 
I could see the Lions maybe doing one, but I see the Packers and the the Bears duking it out for who's going to have two and who's going to have one. I think the Packers and the Bears for the five-year future have the best outlook because I think we have the most potential at quarterback. The ceiling is higher at quarterback for our two guys than any other team in the North. Absolutely, and so, that's really what matters in this whole thing. That, ag- agreed. So I think d- just depending if Jordan Love turns out to be a guy that can compete with Justin Fields, I think the Packers – because, like you said earlier, might have a stronger front office, might be able to put better tools around. They're more proven. That's They're more proven. So that's why I'm going to say Packers two titles in the next five, Bears one, Lions one, Vikings one. That's the prediction. So we are taking the calls on this, 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. We are asking you which team has the best outlook for the next three to five years, and by that we're defining as making a Super Bowl run within the next three to five years. 39 or basically 40% of you say the Packers, 31% of you say the Lions. The Bears come in at 17.5% and Minnesota at 11%. With putting on a grading curve of this being an ESPN Madison poll, I would say it's probably dead heat between Detroit and Green Bay. Yeah. When you account for the, <laughs> the the bias, which should exist here, you're going to want your team. Yeah. And we'll know after this year. We will have such a better feeling for where these teams are at after this year. We were talking a little Bucks beforehand, and Daryl and Deerfield chimes in. Bucks don't have anyone the Warriors want besides Giannis. They figure they can sign him in a couple of years. Possibly. But I will say this with the Warriors, they might be a team that works for the Bucks. One part I will say why is that the Warriors, I think they're going to try to keep Draymond. They're, everyone's expecting the cap to go up really big because there's another NBA deal coming. So Interesting. I don't think they're going to try and keep Draymond. And with, uh, and again, I don't say me, I'm listening to a lot of NBA podcasts. And I think if they can get Draymond for a number that's like $30 million a year, I think they will. Right. And then you could still figure out a way by moving some contracts to bring in a guy like it's easier to trade in a guy like Middleton or Drew. And because and those guys you're trying to win now. So the age of those players don't matter. Mm-hmm. Especially if they move off a guy like Draymond, well Can I ask a question? Would you trade a extended Chris Middleton for an extended Draymond Green? Ooh, I don't like Draymond very much. I wouldn't. He is a Hall of Fame. I do this purely player. based off of my spite for him as a player, not for what he's capable of on the court or what he would actually do for the team. It's like you cheering for Grayson Allen. I would just have a problem with it. I don't know if it would be worth it. Undeniably, yes, I would do it. But with the Warriors. Well, here's the thing. He was NBA All Defensive Second Team this last season. And was an all-star the year before, so it's not like he's washed. I mean, NBA all-second team. If you trade yeah, Middleton, I'd do it. Yeah, because but they wouldn't. I don't think. I. Th- the only reason they would do it is if they got Middleton, and then you have Wiggins, and could you? But they're not going to break up that big three. I agree. The weird part is, I think they're just going to keep running it. Do you know who's taller, Chris Middleton or Draymond Green? I mean, my gut tells me. Draymond, but the way you say that makes he's me think asking it's the question is yeah. Middleton. Yeah, yeah it's, Middleton's six seven, and Draymond's listed as six six. Huh? But Draymond is an elite passer. But here's why the the Bucks would want him: culture setter. They have had nobody like Draymond yeah. on their team ever. I think who's the the closest? Maybe Bobby Portis, no, PJ Tucker. Bobby Tucker. A, Bobby hasn't won. Yeah, like I love Bobby, and Bobby's a dog, if you will. But Draymond is a winner. Like, why do I want Kenny Atkinson to come to Milwaukee? Because Kenny Atkinson was around the Warriors culture the last two years. 
Why would I want Draymond Green to come to Milwaukee? Yeah, there's a winning culture that he could bring here. You know who you know who Giannis listens to more than even a coach telling him, like, stop shooting threes, stop shooting long jumpers? A player of Draymond's stature. Eh, maybe. A vocal leader. Right. Because I love Drew and Chris and, and Giannis. They're all three what feel like do-as-I-do leaders. They're not necessarily... They can be vocal. I know Giannis and certain guys at times have been vocal. Right. But none of them are like, for example, Matt, you play a role... And I know you hate Draymond Green, but if I had, on your team, you seem to play the role of, like, <laughs> I will be the guy that gets in other people's heads. I will be the guy that draws attention. Let me be me. I can handle it all, and I'm going to play elite, but people are going to focus on all the other stuff, and you don't feel as much pressure. Oh, my gosh. I am Draymond Green. <laughs> and you guys don't feel as much pressure in this situation. So you bring a value to you, the Draymond 100%. Green. Of, team, of of pressure, team pressure, oh, pressure, pressure. I've never been suspended. I've never been suspended from curling play. <laughs> but you are a champion. You've yes. won multiple. You've obviously won the gold medal. You've won a national championship yeah. as well. And you're a really good player. But you're a guy that I'm sure there's some people out there that if they didn't know you would get annoyed by you. I think I, curling's a more tight competition. But Draymond, like him and LeBron are boy. Like a lot of people in the NBA like Draymond Green. He's very well liked in the NBA. It's other fan bases that look at him. I'm sure people in Canada are like, you know what? I was on Canada radio not that long ago. They didn't seem to love Matt Hamilton. They didn't Weird. give like a they didn't give like a woo, that's great, you had Matt Hamilton, like I get around here. So <laughs> I'm just saying, Matt <laughs> You're not obviously that's the full booty, on Jim. character Draymond Green is, but you kind of could respect the role he would play with a team like Milwaukee. Totally. Totally get that. I mean Every team needs a guy who's going to be able to take the criticisms but also take some of that like spotlight, help uh, the rest of the team relax a little bit. And that's what Draymond does for sure for the Golden State Warriors. And he's got a podcast. you got a radio show. We, that radio that, show's that got a podcast. podcast. Wisconsin <laughs> on the Man, Apple, Spotify, any of those great places. And that's brought to you by our friends at Revive Restoration. Go to revivepros.com, mold remediation, smoke. Uh, water damage, Revive Restoration is who you need to call. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're going to throw some stones next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. He's Hamilton. Yeah, it does. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. We're presented by Coors Light. And delicious. Delicious Coors Light. Tasty. Delicious. Refreshing. All those great things. That's Coors Light. Let's cold. Cold as well. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush, one of those cold, delicious Coors Lights. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Oh, baby, how's that? How are them apples, huh? Great apples. Nice apples. Thanks, fellas. Worked hard on that this morning. There you go. Thought, thought, you know, it's May, May flowers. Needed to refresh it up a little bit. All right, it's time to throw some stones <laughs> around. Well, Legend Hamilton, I've got questions. Jim and Matt have answers. I'll score them throughout. And at the end, we will crown a winner of Monday's Me. edition. What? Nothing. 
me of throwing stones. Let's start with uh, Matt Ryan. Big quarterback news in the NFL today, fellas. As the former Falcons and Colts quarterback has signed with CBS as an analyst. No Matt Ryan in Green Bay. So he retired? Unofficially. But he signed a deal with CBS. As of today, he could still, of course, sign a deal with the team, and they could push it down the line like they did with Tom Brady. But, Matt, I ask you, are you surprised Matt Ryan not returning for another season in the NFL? Likely. You know, I'm not surprised. He definitely looked like an absolute shell of himself uh, for the Colts. The guy was undeniably a great quarterback. I don't think he ever quite cracked that elite category and unfortunately is going to have to live forever with those comeback losses as quarterback of a team that gave up a huge amount of points. One to the Vikings and then gave up that Super Bowl loss to Tom Brady. So, you know, I'm not surprised he retired. He's he's infamous right now and he's not adding to his legacy anymore. You go ahead and change the role. Be a commentator. He's too good to come in and be a backup for someone. And I think if a starting QB got hurt and a team was in dire straits, I think Jay Cutler did something like this. He never he never ended up in the booth because he went down to Miami. But he was not on right. that plane and signed on for a deal. And then I forget exactly what happened to Miami, but then they basically handed him a job. So, unless something we don't want to happen in Green Bay happens, Matt Ryan's not coming to Green Bay. He's not going anywhere. He doesn't. He's too good. Uh, Agreed. He's, a, he's yeah. a fringe Hall of Famer. He's he too good too to much, be a backup. Yeah, he had too much riding on like his legacy to just totally burn out. Yeah, so Matt Ryan on Twitter earlier today said, excited to join the NFL on CBS Family, looking forward to breaking down the game this season. And then, P.S., this is not a retirement post. So, <laughs> do with that information as you will. Just in case someone calls him. I still think Green Bay should, but that's beside the point. But he's not going to take it's like, it's like he's going to a high school dance. He called his buddies at CBS like, hey, we all going stag for the NFL season this year? And he's still just hoping that someone's going to ask him to be the date for the dance and he can ditch his buddies at CBS. That's all this is. He's just making a little backup plan in case nobody wants him. Yeah, that's fair. All right, let's move on. Something we talked about a little bit on Friday was Matt is no longer the most famous Olympian fan of the Green Bay Packers. Oh, this is so brutal. As the Packers signed Jonathan Owens. Bandwagoner. The husband of Simone Biles. (laughs) uh, Probably the most famous and and successful gymnast in American history. She asked, she put out a tweet on, on Friday afternoon after the show asking for recommendations in the city of Green Bay, which I have not given her any yet, but I I sure will because me and Simone are going to become best friends. Yeah, right. That'd be my recommendation. Uh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good recommendation. <laughs> Applebee's. Uh, but Molly Crosby, last name should sound familiar, the wife of Mason Crosby, tweeted and then deleted this: "Sad, we will miss you. We just ended a 16-year run with the team. That being said, I've got stuff I need to share with you. Blah 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 blah." Then deleted the tweet. So Mason Crosby, it looks like the era is over in Green Bay. They drafted a kicker. We kind of expected this, but should the Packers consider? Bringing Mason Crosby in for competition in camp, Jim. I mean, they should. <laughs> what a roundabout way to get yeah, to this was, question. <laughs> yeah, they should, but they won't. If they had the interest of winning as most amount of football games they possibly could, Crosby should be their kicker this year. Unquestionably. If that's their goal, to win as many games as we can, young QB, get those points, chalk them up, Crosby inside of 40 yards, love it. And... This guy, uh, Carlson, 
Uh, Anders, is that his name? Durst. Durst. Uh, yeah, Anders. So he uh, he may be good, but he's injured a lot in college, very inconsistent in college. Not a, not some guy that's guaranteed going to knock down all these 50-yarders that Crosby maybe is starting to struggle with. I also want to ask, though, I think Simone Biles has a bigger claim to be the biggest Packer fan out there forever because when you're married to a Packer player, I think that chumps being a fan. Oh, come on. Hmm. Your checks are coming from the Packers. Well, her husband's checks. But I mean, I'm sorry, but your family's checks, or your, your bank account is being filled by the Packers. Yeah, but I'm an owner. Great point. <laughs> but also, <laughs> the it's a great point. So are you, more, are you more valuable than Aaron Rodgers? Huh? Are you more important? Like, if a player is getting a check from the team, it, it we'll assume he shares banking with his wife. So the two of them are more ingrained as Packers and more important Packer-related people than you. I'm not costing my team any money. I actually you're gave them nothing. money for a piece of paper. But you're bringing nothing to the table. You better hope that this new player for the for the Packers does more value for the team than you do. Stop well, making me well. it's try to, stop trying to make me admit that I am not the biggest he's, Packer he's, Olympic gold medalist. Well, fan. that's that's just a fact. Yeah. But you you only got the one. other, you only the got other one. part of this is Jim is Jonathan Owens probably going to be a starting safety for the Packers this yeah. year. So. That's what I'm saying. So you like, better bring a darn yeah. good, much bigger impact. Matt, you better than hope the map that he brings more than your couple hundred bucks or whatever you bring yeah, each year. Fine, fine. Did you even pay to go to the game you went to this year? No. Yeah. So what are you bringing? You buy a lot of you bought I a hat bought, there. I bought some gear. I always buy so gear. So a couple when I go hundred, couple hundred bucks. You, yeah. You, yeah. And a sweatshirt and got something for my wife. Yeah. There you go. Support the team. <laughs> gotta, gotta support the team. And look fresh at the same time. It's a win-win, baby. I love it. All right, let's move on to the idiocy of the weekend that stole the idiocy news. John Morant, Memphis Grizzlies <laughs> point guard, for the second time in two months, has been shown on an Instagram live holding a gun. He was already suspended for this. Happened again. And now the NBA, as all the reports say, it's they're going to lay down a very hefty suspension on John Morant. But they have time, as obviously the Grizzlies currently in the offseason. Jim, have you ever seen an athlete be this idiotic after being getting in trouble for something so recently? Man, I'm trying to think. There probably is something. Matt's not in his head. It's popping up. I will say this. Uh, trying to take the throne from John Moran as far as doing or stupid things would be Will Kane saying stupid things, and I'll just leave it at that. That guy's a moron. But I didn't see what you're referring to. You don't need to. It's stupid. It's exactly what you'd guess it would be from Will Kane. But I will say that John Moran just doesn't get it because this isn't about him having a gun. This is about... I mean, that's part of it, but he got in trouble in Indianapolis for him or someone in his group pointing a laser pointer at players outside of the Pacers after they got an altercation and made a threat, and then he had a gun. He was asked not to do it by his employer and the league he plays for, and then he did it again. you got to follow the rules of your employer. Again, amendment rights are all fine and dandy, but you don't have a right to do whatever you want. You have a right to do whatever you want in your free time, but if your employer says you can't do it, you can't do it, so pretty stupid from Ja. Yes, there's only one other player that I can think of that has had more stupidity in this situation or something similar than Ja Morant, and that's Josh Gordon. And don't get me wrong, Josh, I don't think you did anything wrong in general other than the fact that your team said you weren't allowed to do what you did, and that's enjoying the cannabis, the marijuana. And I just... It, it, like you said, Jim, it's a rule. Your team play, put forth a rule for you. And that, the league. And the league. And now 
that rule became more strict for you and I'm sure for Ja than it would have been anyway, and you still broke the rule. The only thing is, Ja needs to do this one or two more times to have uh, as established of a record as uh, Josh Gordon did, like three or four times and, and I would violating go, his contract. And that's a great comp. I would go with Ja worse because you can make a case. I mean, mm. with Josh, is he... He was never going to hurt anybody. Right, and is, yeah. it a, is it an addiction? Is it mental? I mean, there's other people self-medicate with some of the... With different things, marijuana, whatever. So, like, there's literally nothing here. But as far as, like, you have to follow... We can't... I can swear all I want on my free time. I can't swear on this show. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard yep. to figure out. And I'm, like, 99.9% of the time, I follow that rule. Right. Matt Hamilton can <laughs> be... be a little high, Matt but... Hamilton can be buzzed and drunk all he wants, and he is all the time off the show. But from two to four, the man is locked in. Dialed. <laughs> so dialed. Dialed in, baby. Uh, yeah, the other one that came to mind, but uh, totally a different realm is, is Antonio Brown at the end of his career, yeah. right? With the, the Raiders and bringing the helmet from the from right. the Steelers what and about his painted. feet in the right. cryo? Uh, <laughs> essentially burning his feet yeah. off or freezing his feet off, I guess, and then running off the field shirtless. I mean, so that was the other guy that came to mind when I asked that question. But John Morant, all-time idiot uh, here the last few weeks. Alright, last one for you guys today is I, I want to know your favorite sports brawl of all time, not named Malice at the Palace. Because seven years ago today Day, Jose Bautista got rocked in the face. I'm sure we all remember that. It was it was Rangers Blue Jays, and, and Bautista just got punched in the face, and there was a ginormous brawl. Is there any brawls or fights or moments in professional sports that stick out to you when when, when I bring up that not named Malice at the Palace, Jimmy? I'll start with you. Yeah. So there was. I'm trying to figure out exactly when this happened, but it was Mother's Day in the year 2000, Eastern Conference Semifinals, Knicks Heat. 2000, I think that's the one where Van Gundy's holding on to Zoe's leg and everyone's fighting. It was an ugly Tim yeah, Hardaway. Yeah. It was just an old school back when basketball was basically a, a backyard brawl uh, instead of uh, the beautiful game it is now. That one is very high and I don't think Matt would throw this one out there so I will throw this one out there. When Nolan Ryan beat the snot a 40 year old Nolan Ryan basically Robin, he hit Robin Yount from the White Sox. Robin Yount charged him out Nolan Ryan, in near 40 or in his 40s, immediately got him in a headlock and just pounded the hell out of 23, 24-year-old <laughs> Robin Yount very quickly. Robin has a good sense of humor about it. So is Nolan, but that was an all-timer. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like big bench clearing moments. Well, Pedro, uh, that was the one, the only one that Don Zimmer. Yes, that was the only one that came to mind. Is that Pedro Martinez pushing that 70-year-old Don Zimmer down when he kind of like came at him? Yeah. That was a good one. Robin uh, Ventura, by the way, not Robin Yount. Did I say Yount? I'm sorry, Ventura. You did, yeah. I, but I understood what you Yeah. Mean. Okay, very good. That was, that was a good addition, guys. Nice job. But there can only be one winner, and that winner is Jim Rutledge. DJ do I start the streak today, Matt Hamilton? Yeah. Do I go for five? There's no way. You I've get already five. done five. There's no way. I, that's, I wasn't here. Well, you're not here the last two days, so. Well, I will win, win, win one before I go. Gauntlet dropped. You know what, though? If the gauntlet is dropped on your business, Revive Restoration is someone that can help you get back on your feet. That's right, because nobody plans for accidents to happen, but when they do, you can count on Revive Restoration and the Revive Pros to be professional, efficient, detail-oriented as they make things right again. From things like water damage, smoke, fire, mold, storm damage, and a whole lot more, Revive Restoration has your home covered 
365 days a year. There's no project too big or too small. So the next time you need help restoring your home or business to 100% working order, Revive Restoration and Revive Pros has your back. About 40 to 50% of businesses don't make it back from an accident. Check out our friend Josh Duggan. He and the Revive Pros team will get your business back on track. Don't be a statistic. Keep your business going. Revivepros.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Live from the Everlight Solar Studios, this is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I, I am Jim Rutledge, Alex Strofe behind the glass. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. Did you, did you catch what Matt said today right before we came on the air? Yeah, you want to share that? Yeah, he called my girlfriend hot, and I'm not really sure how to feel. Like, thanks, I guess. But. Well, you sent me a text this weekend, and I told you I just got a new phone, and you were in bad service, so they're coming... The texts were coming in random orders. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. I want to let's set this up the correct way. I got a text from Matt about 11 a.m. Saturday morning, Jimmy. Yeah. It said, "What's your couch situation?" <laughs> and then 90 minutes later, I didn't respond. I got another text from yeah. Matt that said, "Do you need a couch?" Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Go on. So I was trying to obviously get rid of some couches. Okay. And if you want my couch, you should call in. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it to you. Um, and then... Uh, will you th- autograph it? <laughs> sure. So I got, I have no connect- uh, connection, but I do not need a couch. Graduation. Appreciate you, though. And then I s- said... response. LOL, what? I got a new phone, so those came in a weird order. And then he goes, there's my hot girlfriend at graduation. That's what. I have no connection. I don't think it's your phone. So... <laughs> I, out of nowhere, and first of all, I haven't even gotten a photo or anything. It just says, there's my hot girlfriend at graduation. That's what. <laughs> so it wasn't as out of left field because I had no response. I finally get the photo and then never said a word. So that's why when Alex has been crabby with me today, I thought that I just needed to be like, Alex, I'm sorry I didn't respond to your photo. Your girlfriend's hot. Is that what you wanted to hear? So that's how All right, that makes more sense. I was really confused. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Matt or Alex, did you guys watch Ted Lasso? Uh, I've watched the first season. I've never watched an episode. Why? I got to be honest, I don't get it. Because maybe he's I being judgmental. Here, here's, I'm going to tell you how to get it. Here's a great line from uh, Ted Lasso, I think, last weekend. And it's such like a subtle line that's set in, in it. Uh, they're talking about all the guys having practice, uh, 11 on offense, 11 on defense, or 11 on each team, excuse me, right. for, for the soccer team on the pitch. And one of the coaches uh, turns to Ted Lasso and says, I haven't seen 22 dudes have this good a time on grass since I saw the Grateful Dead jamming with the Black Crows and Fish. Like, that's <laughs> like an amazing that. line that's just worked right. right in there. And obviously, when I think about grass and think about having a good time, I think about our good friends at Olsen Tune. 
That's right. That's because Olson Tune has been customizing residential and commercial outdoor living spaces since 1997. I had Olson Tune come out and check out my house, and they gave me some advice and ways that they're going to help me get into a way better situation for my outdoor living uh, space. I've got some issues with my landscaping. Olson Tune is going to help me clean it up and get it back on track, and they can do that for you too, from landscaping to maintenance to irrigation to concrete work, pools and more. If you have an outdoor living need, large or small, Olson Tune is here to help. Go to OlsonTune.com and get started on your next project today. That's OlsonTune.com. The Milwaukee Bucks have requested permission. This one's intriguing to me. Love thy enemy. What is it? Uh, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies, enemies close. closer. Yeah. The Milwaukee Bucks have received permission to interview Miami Heat assistant Chris Quinn. Mm-hmm. And Chris Quinn has interviewed for a couple jobs. The vibe I get is he's turning them down to stay in Miami. Now, Chris Quinn was a player for the Miami Heat when I was down there in Miami. He is very much a part and basically has been raised in that Heat culture. He played for a few other teams but came back to Miami. He's been Eric Spolster's lead assistant. And if they were going to hire someone that did not have coaching experience, Chris Quinn could be that guy for me. I mean, he is a guy that's been around that heat culture. I, just, I think the Bucks. What makes me nervous yeah. is we ha- we are in a win-now mode. Mm-hmm. Going and taking a chance on a first-time coach makes me nervous. Like, I don't know what the right move is in the Bucks organization. They, they have done their research. They're more knowledgeable than I am. But I'm thinking, like, we've got Giannis, and there's no guarantee that he's going to be here after this contract's up, what, in three years, two years, I think? There's no guarantee that he wants to stay. So we need to do something right now with Giannis that proves to him that we're here to win and his time here that we're not going to try and spend rebuilding. We're going to try and win around him as long as he's here. We'll sell the future. And I don't think a new coach or a first-time coach is the safe play. Whether it's the right play or not, I don't know. I agree with you on that. That's why normally I'm still leaning to Kenny Atkinson because I think when I think of cultures in the NBA, as far as winning cultures, I think of the Heat, and I can't stand them. But they seem here's the thing: you know, forget a culture, you know how they play. They have a set identity, uh, and more than just like their X's and O's, it is who they are. The Warriors have a set identity. I would say the Celtics have that, even switching out coaches. They still have that identity to them. Is that fair to say? I mean, you guys watch enough yeah, NBA. Like yeah. Those three teams stand out to me as teams with identity. To me, what separates a guy from Budenholzer to what, let's say, Kerr is and what the Celtics have and what Spolstra is, it's not necessarily the X's and O's. I think Spolstra, his style is not necessarily something that you can't win with. He won a title with it. Player, coaches win with, we're going to run what we run, and we're going to run it better than everyone else, and because we want it great, then nobody will be able to stop it. There is there is credence to that. It has won in multiple different sports. Well, that's how the Bucks won. Right, but other team, right, but you can look, that's how McCarthy kind of won, too, with the Packers. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're just going to run what we run better than anyone else, and that's how we're going to win. Now, more modern things say you can mix things up. But I like Atkinson because he's coming from a culture in the Warriors. He can kind of pick up some of those things, and he's already viewed as a very good tactician. Uh, Nick Nurse, like Boonholzer, was a Spurs. Spurs have a good culture, even though not winning right now. Was a Spurs guy. Yeah, that was the other one I was going to bring up. Yeah, and then and, he 
did I mean not necessarily brought culture along, but he did bring a championship with Kawhi to yep. Toronto. So he won with a star player, just like the Bucks won with a star player. Right. But then Miami and Quinn is a leap, but he's a guy that's been sought after for a while. Now they have Lee, I think Charles Lee's his name on the staff, but I don't think to your point you can sell Giannis and the players and everyone on we're making major changes, we're just gonna promote the assistant. Right. Unfair or unfair to Charles, I just worry that that is hard to really sell. Christian Manitowoc, watch Waters chimes in. I think that hiring a first-time coach makes all the sense in the world for the Bucks because that coach would be more inclined to listen to the players and give them more power than a coach with more NBA experience with those egos. Interesting. I'm just not sure Giannis is the kind of guy who thinks he knows better. I think he just wants someone who he trusts knows better around him. I just want them to have a plan. Yeah. Like If they got... For an example, they got Quinn. Can you move Middleton for a guy who is more of a vocal leader who's also a good player? Maybe not quite the same player as Middleton, but maybe he's more available than Middleton. For an example here, Drew Holiday I don't think is as good as Chris Middleton, but he's more important to the Bucks because he's been healthier than Chris Middleton the last few years. Drew Holiday is older than Chris Middleton. It does not feel like that. Right. One, because of how they play. Middleton doesn't have a lot of margin for error with athleticism. It's kind of a weird... He doesn't rely on athleticism for his game, but because he doesn't have a lot to begin with for NBA standards, the question always is, at some point, does it get too far gone that you can't compete? Now, he's got the height, so he'll always be good, but he's going to get paid like he's great. Right. And that's what the Bucs have to kind of figure out, and then could they move that contract for something else? None of that stuff is easy. What is easy, though, is to figure out if you need uh, exterior work done, call your guys at Ridgetop. That's right. The people over at Ridge Stop, they're the best. They're the trusted and recommended experts. They consider customer service their number one priority, and they ex- uh, exceed the expectations of the homeowners they serve. They provide the best quality roofs, windows, siding, and doors, and they're expertly installed. So if you need any of those things, the exterior house, Ridge Stop Exteriors is the people to look at. Right now, too, as well as all the customization that you can do with different materials and options for your project, you can also customize your payment plan from no interest to low interest financing options available. You can go online right now and get a free estimate for your next home project by logging on to RidgetopExteriors.com. That's a free estimate for your next home project at RidgetopExteriors.com. They're the trusted and recommended experts. Alex Strofe wants to play a game in a second here, but I just got to share this, which has got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Frank Izola on the Phoenix Suns, he said this on Sirius XM NBA channel, I would not be shocked if, and he means the old one, Isaiah Thomas is the coach of this team. What a disaster that would be. Huh. Failed with the Knicks on like every level. On like interpersonal communication yeah. slash sexist slash horrendous coach. It's like, hey, Jason Kidd, awful person and awful coach. Who can we get that's worse than that? Let's go with Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you say that, Jim, because I want to wrap up the show after this. I have eight names that could potentially be tied to the Bucks head coaching job. Now, I don't want yes or no like we typically do. You I want, want to swipe know- right, swipe left? Well, yes, I do want to play Tinder time. <laughs> but I want to know if it gets you jacked right not just excited not just like hey that's a good hire like that's a freaking great hire okay right does that make sense yeah that's how i want to analyze this i've got eight names we'll do that next it's rutledge and hamilton presented by coors light 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. There is an amazing, and it's used for Eric Names Open, the SNL skit where they show, and it's Jason Sudeikis and then Will Forte as the Tesh brothers. I don't think John Tesh actually has a brother, but did you know, Matt Hamilton, that this song has been created by John Tesh of Entertainment Tonight fame, also a little bit of a um, musician? Do you know who John Tesh is? No. Do you know who John Tesh is? Can't say I do. How do neither one of you know who John Tesh is? 844-770-3776. Do you know who John Tesh is? <laughs> he won six Emmys. Tell and us you're four... older than 40 by texting in. <laughs> no. Or no. tell us. No. Or. <laughs> just 38. Well, no, hold on. Or you could just, I don't know, not be proud of your ignorance. Uh, <laughs> he wrote Round Ball Rock, which is the theme here for NBA and NBC, which is the song that played during Jordan's heyday. This is probably the most song the song most familiar with uh, the NBA and so if you were at all totally. curious and not judgmental Matt Hamilton you would have looked into who who wrote this song huh. and it is who John Tesh this? be what curious not judgmental yeah that's usually my route when I hear a song I think wow yeah I don't care who sings it I want to know who wrote it but there is no words to this song basketball so he won six Emmys four gold albums two Grammy nominations and he has an Associated uh, Press Award for Investigative Journalism. Ooh, that's something Strofe might get into. But <laughs> to have, WBA winner Strofe. To have six Emmys, two <laughs> Grammy nominations, four gold albums, and an AP Award for Investigative Reporting, Matt Hamilton just blissful in his ignorance. So uh, Daryl in Deerfield chimes in, bliss. of course, famous for his Red Rock concerts, John Tesh. That's all. all. Right. We ready to run through this list? I got eight names here to tell me whether or not it excites you. I would not be excited if John Tesh was a coach. Now, twist on this game. All eight names, I want Matt Hamilton to tell me who they are. <laughs> <laughs> He's proud of his ignorance, so he'll be excited. Yeah. Let's start with Charles Lee. Who's Charles Lee? No, John Tesh I... dated Oprah. Cool. Uh, who's who, who's Charles Lee? We just talked about him. I know. We just talked about him. Um, I'm going to say he's an assistant coach. For? The Mavericks. Who did you say? <laughs> Charles Lee. <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks Jesus. associate. Oh, I said the Bucks. It last segment. I know, and I know, but I, I educator know. Adam and Madison chimes in. I don't know musicians. You play a song. I don't really care who the artist is. I know who John Tesh is, and I know your brown ball rock. Thank you, John. Or Adam, uh, excuse me. Would Charles Lee excite What's you? We your gotta age, get through please? this quick. No. Okay. Especially knowing that he's just the assistant coming from within. I think no. Be more because of expectations that it, was, it wouldn't excite me oh. out because it wouldn't accept, excite the players. Is that swipe left? Uh, we're not playing Tinder time. Uh-oh. I just want a yes or no here. Matt, who's Ty Lu? Ty Lu is a name that I should know, and he <laughs> is someone that I feel like, I don't know, Golden State Warriors assistant? I don't know. Uh, no, former Cavs head coach and Clippers ah, head coach. And Perfect. he played in the NBA. He famously was the guy stepped over by Allen Iverson yep, that was uh, in the Lue. NBA finals. Oh. He crossed him over, and then he did like the big demonstrative step. Over right. Ty Lue. Now uh, they lost. Philadelphia lost that series, I think, four games to one. Yeah, but. and Ty Lue won a championship with LeBron in Cleveland. Would, yes. that, would oh, that hire sweet. excite you? Uh, yeah. Yes. Jimmy? Absolutely. Cool. Nick Nurse. 
Who's Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse, uh, he definitely won a championship in Toronto. Nicely Kawhi, done. So That's who that is. That right there definitely helps me out as far as, yeah, you want a guy who's done it before. Yeah, absolutely. Jim Nick Nurse, what would excite you? He's not my number one, but yes. This one's going to be a doozy. Becky Hammond. Who's Becky Hammond? Uh, also is an assistant coach from within the league. <laughs> At one point, she was the assistant under Greg Popovich in San Antonio. Just left last year, became the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA and won the championship. She's also a legendary basketball player. Too. Right. Correct. Yeah. Would she excite you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Agreed. I'd be excited for it. Uh, it would definitely be uh, a step and possibly, and I'm not saying it would be, but there's going to be a lot of eyes on her being the first head coach or female head coach. There'd be a lot of bonus eyes on the Bucks outside of just basketball practices, so to speak, or basketball themes. So I think that would be, I don't know if it would necessarily be a good distraction or a bad distraction. It's a fair point. Uh, next one I think both of you would be excited about. That's Kenny Atkinson, which Matt is who? He is a head coach. Of or the, no, he no, he's the assistant for the Golden State Warriors. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Both of you say yes. Winning yes. culture, yes, yes. All right, man. these are where the three literally just repeat it. Th- three said. tricky ones uh, come in here. Monty Williams doesn't he have his own show <laughs> called Monty? No, you're calling kidding. me old, and you're referencing Montel Williams, <laughs> yeah, who Montel. is of the same era of John Tesh. I know, yes. I, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, I don't know who that is, so no, I'm not excited. All right, former Suns head coach was just fired. Doc Rivers, current coach of the 76ers, may get fired. Formerly uh, with the Celtics and the Clippers. Know who Doc Rivers is? No, I wouldn't be super excited. I love the name and the recognition. I think it would be good for the team, but I don't think he wasn't able to do it with Players like Embiid and Harden, I don't know if he's going to be able to come to Milwaukee and do it. I will say miss. I won't say excited. I won't be upset. Let me point out, one, Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Middleton is the spot to go for the Horseshoe Bar, their Sizzle, Swizzle, and Swirl Happy Hour. You need a date night, a business timeout, uh, whatever it is you're looking for, Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Middleton is the spot. So, uh, uh, Matt Hamilton dunking on me for referencing 70-year-old John Tesh, and then he references 66-year-old Montel Williams. So, hey, fellow old guy, you want to get some uh, insure after the show, or do you want to split a Coors Light with me? Oh, Pedialyte and Coors Light combo, baby. All Mix them up. Ooh. <laughs> How would that be? Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, I, I like both of them separately. Delicious. Didn't our friend uh, Sadler mix uh, Coors Light and Gatorade? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Oh. Good God. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm glad he's still with us. (laughs) This has been Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We'll see ya.